You are listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. First broadcast on Rossendale Radio on the 6th of December 2020. This week, Paul talks to musician Steve Wilson. They talk about his musical influences, the inspirations behind his songwriting, and we get to hear his new single, Broken Soul. 104.7 So, my guest this afternoon, singer, songwriter Wilson, we'll be talking to him, but this is his brand new track. It's a great one. This is Broken Soul. You told me your lies, oh, won't you give me some truth? Just a word to the wise, you get along in the truth.
104.7 Rossendale Radio. Afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Weekend Wind Down. It's Paul Jenkins, and it's time for our Waffle Hour. Every single week, we speak to a poet, a performer. Uh, we speak to somebody who might be a writer, or you might have. we might speak to an educator or a teacher. Uh, and this week, uh, we've had the uh, immense joy of being able to listen to our guest before we even talk to them. Uh, Steve Wilson, are you there? I am. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Uh, whereabouts are you calling us from this afternoon? Um, I'm at home in uh, Huddersfield, sat in my uh, office today. So you're, n- so you're not far off. You're, uh, you're, you're just over the border. We- we'll allow it, I think is what we say over here in Lancashire. <laughs> um, you've, you've got your passport ready if you ever want to come over, right? <laughs> Yes, yes, I've got <laughs> hand. Um, and, and so, uh, that, I mean, we just listened uh, to an absolutely brilliant track. Um, we listened to Broken Soul. Uh, now, this is uh, your latest offering to the world, isn't it? It is. It released um, a week ago tomorrow. Fantastic. And so, and, and how, how's it been? Is it, is it, is it sort of, uh, is it done what you wanted it to? Is it, have you got any kind of response back from the world as yet? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been pretty good, to be honest. It's kind of only a half release. Um because uh, I've released it on my Bandcamp and released the video, mm. and then next week it's due to be released on Spotify. So it's it's kind of half released at the moment. But like the the views on the video on Facebook are you know coming in now, so it's it's doing pretty well. It's one of those things, isn't it? When you first put something out into the world, you you, you look at it first of all, and you look you keep, you keep checking it every two minutes to go. Somebody else watched it yet? What do they think? Has anybody yeah. left a comment? Um, and it's. It's, it can be quite frustrating for, from a creative point of view. Um, but yeah, this kind of the way things are now, isn't it? You, with the social media and whatnot, it's, it's it, all the world. It's like you get instant feedback, isn't it? You could, whereas yeah. I, I suppose in the past, people might put out a record and then you wouldn't know till the Sunday whether it's sold anything or if uh, or if there's a review in the paper or something like that. Whereas now, like you say, it's, it's almost instantaneous. Um, how do you feel yeah. about that when you when you put something out there for for, for sort of sharing for the first time? Uh, there's there's like ups and downs. I mean, it's great that you can just finish a song and you can put it online, you know, straight away. Um, but then it, it it's kind of hard to get you know attention to the song. It's it's like a double edged sword. But I've I've built quite a few followers on my Facebook page and and whatnot now. So when I release things, it's um, I know there's kind of, there's a sort of a, an audience there. Will hopefully appreciate the things I'm releasing. Yeah, that's the thing. I suppose it's it's that that fans thing, isn't it? You know, you know that there's there's people that already like your previous stuff, so you're yeah. you're getting a, a really good uh, response and feedback from it there. Um, the the song itself that we we just played for you, Broken Subtle. Um, what I mean, what uh, what was the sort of inspiration behind behind that one? Is it what, what was what was your motivation for writing it? Well, I sort of. Everything's born out of noodling on a just an acoustic guitar, mm. and uh, I had to start playing around with a, a new tuning, um, so open G <laughs> tuning, and that kind of ins- when, you, when you get your head around that, it kind of inspires you. you. You know, you start coming up with new riffs and things, and out of out of that came like three songs, I think, and one of them being Broken Soul. Um, I thought it, it kind of had a nice stompy vibe, and it, I thought you know that might make a, a nice single. Um, even even though the lyrics and everything, it's kind of a dark song. It's, I thought it's, it sounds upbeat. It does. Well, it, it's got it, it's a, it's a nice tone to it. It's a, it's got a real sort of feeling of uh, like you say. It's uh, the 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 lyrics, even though that uh, it, you know, like you know, the title suggests it's a broken soul. But it's also like it's it, you. 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things about a, a great song is that you, unless you really sit and listen to the words, you kind of come away from it feeling, well, that's made me feel a hundred times better. Um, yeah, and it's only when yeah. somebody goes to you and go, really, from, the, from those lyrics? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy playing with your audiences a little bit like that, of, of, of just trying out different, different stuff? Yeah, um, and especially with lyrics, because I, I don't like to be too literal. I always like to be sort of abstract and you know like you say people could be enjoying a song and it's upbeat and only you know it's about some horrific <laughs> miserable <laughs> thing it's um that, that's kind of fun um yeah you can kind of I, I have songs it's the other way around as well i have songs that have got nice joyous lyrics but that the music's kind of dark and brooding it's um whatever works for the song to be honest but it is good fun it is it, is, it sounds like you've, you're very much a, a kind of like because you've mentioned about sort of noodling around sort of while, while you were tuning the guitar and all of a sudden there's there's songs coming out of that but <laughs> it, it, it very much sounds like sort of experimenting with things is is your way of of going about doing stuff and it's uh, and yeah. a bit of serendipity in there it's quite definitely, nice definitely um, well, we're, as well as listening to yours, uh, your work this afternoon, um, we're also, uh, as with all our guests, um, we uh, we invite them on to, to choose some of the playlists for the afternoon. Um, and um, you've 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 started off with a bit of Pearl Jam, and I think that that sort of leads us in the direction we're going to be heading with your choices this afternoon. Um, yes. why, why have you chosen Given to Fly? Um, I was I was always aware of Pearl Jam, but at the time I was sort of a diehard Nirvana fan. Um, <laughs> But I always used to check in on Pearl Jam and see what they're doing, and then I heard this song given to Fly on the Yield album, and I, I just thought there was something really special about that song. The, the build-up to the chorus is just... It sort of stops me in my tracks every time I listen to it, even all these years later. It is, it's, it's a great song in itself. Did, did you... Were you like me? Did you find, find that you were, you were always being forced to choose in the in the way we've always had this kind of Beatles, Stones, you know, Blur Oasis? You were either Pearl Jam or Nirvana, right? It was like... I, I felt like definitely. I had to make some sort of choice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and I had a friend at the time and he was Pearl Jam and I was Nirvana. I would, you know, would always have conversations trying to tell the other person why they were wrong with their songs. <laughs> but, um, well, it's out, we've, yeah. we we play plenty of Nirvana on the show already, and uh, and uh, the, uh, Pearl Jam is absolutely their turn. This is given to fly. At home, in the office, in the car, wherever you are, you can listen to one hundred four point seven Rossendale Radio. Welcome back to the Waffle Hour. It's Paul Jenkins here on the Weekend Wind Down, and I'm here with songwriter and lyricist and musician and all-round generally top bloke Steve Wilson. Uh, we've listened earlier on to to Broken Soul, and uh, and of course you've you spoke about um, Pearl Jam and and sort of uh, and you know why you chose that particular track. But um, are, th- are there any other particular sort of musical influences or, or reasons that you wanted to pick up a guitar in the first place or? How did it all come about? What was what was the reason that you've you've gone down this road? Uh, I guess way back when uh, I started high school, and it was the first time I'd, there was a, a music class, um, and I just straight away gravitated towards the guitar. Mm. Um, but I was kind of playing around and never took it seriously, and then I think around the time Oasis hit. Um, and everybody was just into bands and and you know that the people would go out at the weekend and the first thing they'd do is go see a band yeah you know it it was just the way of life back then um that's when i really decided i wanted to start writing songs and um yeah i was quite a big oasis fan to be honest um (laughs) 
it's, I, I, I think uh, I think to be honest, we were possibly. I, I mean, I don't know if, whether the dates sort of correlate or anything, but uh, it sounds like we were around at about the same time because and I fell down on the other side of the coin because I mentioned earlier on uh, about Blur and I was on the Blur side of things. Poss- possibly <laughs> there's a South North thing going on here. Um, Excellent. But uh, yeah, so we can we can just have a complete North South rivalry in the, for the rest of the conversation. Um, <laughs> but it's it's again you sort of you fall into and you picked up a guitar. I t- I took up the drums. I didn't take it any further than college but it's it's it was something that, that stuck with you have you sort of uh, sort of been in has it been sort of uh, in bands and then trying out with other artists and, and is, is that how things have worked since yeah i mean once um we'd sort of started the, the, the first kind of band i was in um it never stopped really i've always been a um gigging often you know uh, it's just a part of life really um that's why you know it's a bit difficult at the moment taking it um yeah i mean all very difficult trying um, i was gonna say trying to trying to weave our way through as as, as performers and artists through through all this lot is is ridiculously tricky um yeah, i i'll tell you what we'll do is that we've we'll, we'll have a listen if that's all right to just another one of uh, uh, just a short snippet of one of your songs um and uh, this one's this one's a slightly you described this as a slightly more political number um a promise i can't keep let's have a listen now So that was I promise I, I promise I can't keep. Um, and uh, I mean, as you mentioned before, that's a, a slightly more political song, but it doesn't it doesn't particularly take aim at one color or political party. It's a it, it seems to be a shot across the bow of, of pretty much anyone who, who gets involved in politics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, when writing, I usually try and purposely be abstract. Mm. Um, but with the way the world was at the time I was writing that song, I just thought, I've got to be a little bit more specific with this one. Um, I mean, whether it, it was successful or not, I, I don't know. But I tried, I tried to be more kind of, I don't know, like I was talking about a specific thing rather than just creating a backdrop, as it were. Yeah, but I think what, what's quite clever about it is, like, like you say, it doesn't. You don't immediately think of a particular, um, you know, political personality that you're aiming at, or even one particular ideology. It sounds very much like. 
actually you, it's a kind of rallying call to bang people's heads together in some sort of way pretty much that's, that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of the vibe do you think that's it do you think it's important for uh, for sort of writers to to kind of have that message going forward to to sort of in them in music does you know is it is it always that kind of you know are we all bob dylan are we all going to change the world i think i i, I enjoy when musicians and artists might talk about it but as soon as you feel like you've been sort of shouted at or told to you know believe in a certain thing or it kind of puts me off mm. but when i like when artists uh songs kind of just talk about things rather than you know try and push an agenda aggressively yeah you don't want to be you don't want to be beating everyone over the head with a massive stick do you <laughs> yeah but when there's you know the world in a certain way it's you kind of want to you want to know what your bands think about things and you know so i, I quite like when uh bands that i guess a band like you two sometimes i think you feel like you just want them to shut up and you know play their music but um <laughs> no i don't like you two though i'm not I'm yeah there's that, that's the thing though is that is that is, is that tricky is that i wouldn't necessarily find you two's music particularly political but as soon as they yeah. as soon as they come out of the studio that's it they, they you know that's when everyone <laughs> i think there's almost they're kind of double-sided coin i think coldplay are very similar um in that the people have hated learned to hate coldplay simply from the stuff they do away from the music and actually if you ask yeah. people they'll say oh no i'm still a massive coldplay fan yeah definitely <laughs> I, pearl jam are the same to be honest um you know they got the eddie vedder the singing has his rants and stuff and sometimes he's just like a, you know we get it please just play the song <laughs> yeah um, play, play the songs and move on will you <laughs> yeah because you know it's the things that they say in the songs is, is you know it's good enough you kind of get the message it is true now i mean the the next song that you've chosen i've been waiting to play this for absolutely ages and trying to find a, a space for it on the show we have um this i've i've, I've realized I've, I've backed myself into a corner with this show because we have a movie soundtrack hour um and then we speak to the guests and the guests are in charge of the playlist uh and then after that it's a listener request so i i get very little room for maneuver left on this show and you've finally chosen a song that i've been waiting to play on the show for ages you've chosen black hole sun by soundgarden um now uh, what I, I can tell you my reasons for loving this song, but uh, what was what was I won't I won't go ahead of you. What was what was it was your choice? I, I just think it's it's very dark and it's you know it, it's the kind of lyric writing that I love. You, you know you couldn't in a million years tell what the song's actually about, um, <laughs> but the sort of mood and the atmosphere that it creates is just amazing. And I think that one song kind of represents the whole all you know they've got other songs Soundgarden obviously but that one song it's obviously their most famous one for a reason mm. um i just absolutely love that song it's the, I, I love the, the odd timing in the middle and there's so much going on it's just fantastic it is that combination i mean for you i should imagine like you said there's the, the riff of that kind of weird off twangy guitar but for me yeah. it's the rise of those drums all the way through and the you know all the ripples of drums all the way through it it's uh it's an absolutely yeah. brilliant song. Uh, this is Black Hole Sun. This is Soundgarden. Please log in the information requested. The frequency. 104.7. The area. Rossendale Valley. The station. Rossendale Radio.
Welcome back to the Weekend Wind Down. It's the final part of our interview this afternoon uh, with Steve Wilson. Um, and uh, we've, we've, we've just been talking in the musical break there uh, while uh, Soundgarden have been doing their thing um, just about live music and gigs. And I think we all we all know that we miss it and we all know we can't do it at the moment. Um, but I was really interested to find out, Steve, about um, about your the, the, the gigs you've done in the past because you've it's, I think you mostly work on your own, but you've also sometimes worked uh, with a drummer as well. Is that right? Uh, yes, yes, on occasion. Um, yeah, but mostly at the moment, well, not at the moment, <laughs> but it's um, just me and the uh, guitar, just sometimes an acoustic guitar and just uh, start noodling away. Start noodling away. And it's, and you were saying it's, it's a, sometimes it will be for a private gig or it might be a, like a, it might be a big public event or something. Um, now, so I, I'm interested to find out what's the, what's the best gig you've ever done? Um... Or, or at least one that sticks in the mind as, as sort of like you know what you came off stage and it's like that was a good night, and it, it's not well, always a big one, is it? No, um, <laughs> you can never tell. It's always you know it's a gamble. Um, <laughs> but the band I, I used to be in, um, we managed to get on at Leeds Fest in 2011. Oh, wow! And that was, um, I mean, the gig itself was muddy and <laughs> nobody nobody played their best, but the atmosphere and stuff it was it was you know one to remember. It was a really good one. Is it, but is I, I, is it? Does a crowd make a difference? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially when you're you're in a band, you know, you, you want to be sat, sort of playing to as many people as you can. Mm. Um, but I've done a lot of gigs where it's just me, where you know there's not that many people in the crowd, but you, you just kind of you know play some blues songs in the corner, and that's you know that's kind of nice. Yeah, you can still get a, a connection sometimes. I mean, I I remember doing a gig once, and there was uh, one person turned up, and it transpired halfway through the show. Um, I was I was doing a poetry show, and this bloke didn't speak English, so uh, 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 he couldn't understand a word I was saying. But we had a great time. Uh, he was laughing yes. along and doing all sorts of things. So it wasn't it wasn't the worst gig I've ever had. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, what's your, what's the what's the worst? And, and I always say to people in, 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 with this question, you don't have to name names or, or establishments that you're in. Um, but what, what's the what are the worst experiences you've had? Because I know that a lot of musicians have, have found that they've turned up and gone, that was a rubbish one. <laughs> the, the worst one that sticks out in my mind, not that anything particularly bad happened, but it was a four-hour drive to Wales to play to the bar staff. Oh, that has got it. That, uh, uh, that's that's not that's not. Is it was that all the way through the? Uh, uh, if it's going to be a four-hour drive, I should imagine you're going to have to go through the uh, through the valleys there to get to that one. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, it was not. It was not a fun day that one. No. <laughs> Did you at least get some sightseeing done? <laughs> kind of on the way down. On the way back, it was just, just grumpy. No one talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get the stuff in the car and get home. Yeah. Did you get paid though? That's the most important thing. I can't remember. It was a while back. It was a while um, back. Well, yeah, I was going to say that would that that would be just the the icing on a terrible cake, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, before we do before we do leave and i always find this um amazing with with creative people um is that there's always this other string to their bow or something else that they're doing and as well as as well as being a musician and a writer and a performer as you are um there's also the kind of creative side the design side uh, and you work on mask work as well don't you i do um i run a company my wife and i uh, we make latex horror monster masks and things like that that must be pretty gruesome to work on. i mean exciting but gruesome at the same time it's good fun um and 
very busy, especially around you know building up to Halloween. It's kind of all systems go. Was it? Uh, did you find this year? Was it? I mean, obviously with the, with trick or treating not happening and and sort of the Halloween parties not happening, um, I, I found it, people still did Halloween in some way or another. Did you find that as well this year? We did. Um, like my family and I, we we didn't go trick or treating, but we got our costumes on and just walked the streets. <laughs> uh, kept it to ourselves, took some photos and had some fun. Um, but yeah, as, as far as the mask business it, it definitely took a hit this year uh, yeah. as expected you know everyone's taking a hit but um yeah you just we just sort of made the best of it it's uh, yeah i was going to say but it's uh i, I think it's uh, it's just nice that that everybody's uh, you we I always find this that if you if you talk to a writer they go oh and by the way I also make jewelry or or it will be somebody yeah. else who, who writes plays and they'll come out and they go oh yeah I, I play the cello and it's there seems to be something about creative people um that, that, that they've always got this sort of other other outlet as well um well thanks for talking to us this afternoon steve uh, and where can we uh, where do we go to to if we want to find out more about your work or we want to listen to more of your music um the, the best place would be my website which is uh wilsonmusicuk.com wilsonmusicuk.com we'll we'll put a link up in the show notes for today um Excellent. so in the, on the comments page on on the uh, rossendale radio website we'll put that up um and uh, and, and and obviously we'll uh, if we get any inquiries about the music itself we'll direct them in in your particular way i'll be shouting loudly to uh, to our fellow presenters about your work um and that will bring us on to your final uh, your final musical choice absolute classic you've gone for um uh, you've you've gone for riders on the storm why why the doors I just, uh, I think the Doors, uh, I've been a fan of the Doors longer than any other band. Um, and I, I just absolutely love this song. Uh, it's dark and it's got a bluesy edge to it and it's, it's just perfect. It's that low rumble to start with, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Love the atmosphere. Well, thank you very much. We're going to hand you over to Jim Morrison. Uh, this is The Doors, uh, Rides on the Storm. Cheers, Steve. Thank you. Bye-bye. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. There you go. We come to the end of another Waffle the Bite Size podcast. My thanks to my guest this week, Steve Wilson, for coming on uh, and talking about his brand new track, Broken Soul, and of course about how he brings music together, whether it be you know noodling on a guitar and it suddenly comes to you, or maybe we're writing something a bit more political. It's always nice to speak to songwriters. Everyone's got a different process and a way of approaching things, and it was uh, a really great and fresh way to to hear somebody else talking about you know just that process of layering on the music on top of the lyrics, or maybe the other they come the other way around. Um, and of course, we uh, direct you to uh, Steve's uh, um, uh, Bandcamp page where all of his music is going to be. And of course, uh, to YouTube and all the other places that you can access Wilson's music. It's absolutely brilliant to hear. We will be back soon with another guest here on Waffle the Bite Size podcast. In the meantime, I need to say thank you to everyone at 104.7 Rossendale Radio for allowing us to broadcast on a Sunday. And of course, to Melanie Kemp for all of her work on editing and producing Waffle the Bite Size podcast. We will be back with you very soon.